Okay, welcome everyone. The topic of this workshop is I'm a newcomer, where do I start? My name is Cindy P. I'm a compulsive overeater and the moderator for this workshop. Our speakers today are Lisa D and Chuck F. Let's start the meeting with the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Each speaker will have up to 20 minutes, and then the floor will be open for two-minute shares. Audio from this session is being recorded and will not be edited before it is made available for listening online. By sharing, you consent to be recorded. Anyone wishing to remain anonymous should use a fictitious name or refrain from sharing altogether. Closed captioning is available. Click on live transcript. Please respect the anonymity of all who attend by not recording audio or taking screenshots. Here is some Zoom info. Attendees are automatically muted. Please stop your video if you are walking around eating or chewing gum. We ask you to rename yourself to your first name and last initial. Please feel, feel free to add your state, province, or country. Until the speakers are finished, you will only be able to chat with the host or co-host. To our speakers, the timer will give the timer will signal when five minutes remain and when time is up. The timer is Monica. Our first speaker is Lisa D. Good morning, everybody, or good afternoon, or good evening, or whatever it is, wherever you are. I'm Lisa. I'm a compulsive eater, and I am in Danielson, Connecticut, uh, Eastern Connecticut. Um, this is my first time speaking uh, at a convention, so it's pretty exciting. I'm a little fluttery, but it's all excitement. It's um, it's it's great. So um, experience, strength, and hope. So my experience, um, well, to, to start, my abstinence date is October 15th of 2021. Um, so I just celebrated one year of abstinence, um, free from the, uh, free from all those, the red light foods and all of that, that chaos. Um, so if I could just take a moment just to recenter myself uh, and just say the serenity prayer one more time. <sighs> God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Let my words be your words, my thoughts be your thoughts, my actions be your actions, and help me to let your light shine for every core of my being. Okay, I feel a little better now. Thank you. So um, experience. So I feel uh, now that I've grown a little bit in OA is that my when I was born, I was I cried and I was fed. And there began my journey of compulsive eating. That feels a little better. Um, and that was really my journey. You know, starting from that, those early days, um, not that I would say that I knew that I was a compulsive eater at that point, but um, I can see now that that was the case. And um, 
the the journey of or the the feelings that um of feeling overwhelmed wanting to eat feeling sad wanting to eat all of those reactions it's my brain it's my head that i'm that i'm recovering from today and i was a, an emotional eater like i hear so much um i was a yo-yo dieter i went to the pay and ways i drank shakes i was hypnotized um there was way all those all the all of that that um that comes into play i don't have i don't have um experience with binging uh, sorry the with purging or anorexia um but i can say now that i've had that thought um but i didn't actually do any of that so how did i get here it was chaos um in 2021 um of course you know we've gone through the pandemic we've gone through living um in our houses only and there was um i was eating things that i didn't belong eating um i was eating some foods that were really not supposed to be for human consumption not terrible but not really for human consumption um i won't mention the specifics uh eating out of garbage cans um my husband had thrown away a dessert and i was like no i wanted some of that so i grabbed it out of the garbage can and i ate some of it and then i went well wait a minute something's not right and i put it put it <laughs> back in the garbage can um that it was that chaos and he would you know i was going to the gym i was feeling great sure i was um he would ask you know, how's things going it looks like you're reading really well and um you know you're losing some weight i wasn't losing weight um maybe i was replacing it somewhere else and when he would go off to he worked third shift he would go off to work i would send him out the door and i would jump into bed and i'd grab his snacks out of his nightstand and i would eat his snacks and i would get so angry with him and resentful that if he didn't eat he didn't leave me enough of those snacks um if he um finished the bag and didn't open a new bag i was mad at him and i would be like Arr. so the chaos i was creating in my marriage and we were pretty newly married um he didn't know it i was creating that it was in my world that i was creating that and it was it was not pleasant so chaos was what got me here um i was texting with a friend about chaos um i'm in another program as well and i was texting with her and it just jumped out at me so that first night i got on to a meeting i i googled and i i work on the computer i had no clue how to find a meeting figure that out um i googled um away in connecticut and i came up with a um meeting that night sunday night i called the person the contact person and that person actually answered the phone i'm like oh my god like people actually answer phones i can't even believe it and they invited me to the meeting and very first meeting i heard my story i heard what i heard all the feelings the story wasn't exact 
but boy, did I hear the feelings and I knew I was home, but that wasn't where my journey really started. Um, through from March of 2021 through October of 2021, I like to say I was kicking and screaming like a little girl. Uh, there's a video um, meme or whatever it is of this little girl laying on the ground and she's kicking and screaming. That was me when it came to any suggestion um, that I was being given of, you know, I had, I got a sponsor that very first night because I knew I had to hold myself accountable, kind of, a kind of like my pay in ways didn't help me. Um, she's wonderful. I still connect with her, but I, I wasn't using her the way that I needed to. I didn't, wasn't hearing her. I wasn't taking her suggestions and I was still eating things that I knew that weren't healthy for me. And that, that chaos continued. Um, I would still get onto meetings every now and again. I am blessed that there were people that would reach out to me. So those phone calls to you know newcomers, oh my gosh, they're so important. Um, and finally, uh, this one particular woman would call me and, you know, she called and said, Hey, you know, I saw you at another meeting and you know, how are things going? And I'm like, I, I don't get it. Uh, it's just, I can't, I couldn't make the connection between food and addiction and recovery. I just couldn't do it. I did it with alcohol, but I could not do it with food. I'm like, I have to eat. So she introduced me to alcoholic foods, um, alcoholic food behaviors. And she said she chews her alcohol. I'm like, hmm, okay, I don't drink alcohol. So maybe I am chewing my alcohol. So she had me write down what my, um, what my foods are, what my alcoholic foods are. So my red light foods. So I wrote those down. Then, um, so I took a suggestion. Hmm. She was starting to, to bring me in. And then she asked me, you know, do you, pay, do you weigh any of your meals? Like, how do you know how much you're eating? I'm like, I don't know, I just, you know, eat. Can you weigh and measure one meal? Okay, I think I can do that. How about breakfast? Okay, so we talked about breakfast. So I did that for a couple of days and I check in with her or she check in with me is more like it. And then she asked, can you do one other meal? I'm like, I could probably do lunch. You know, I was making my own lunches and everything. So, all right. So now I'm weighing and measuring my breakfast. I'm weighing and measuring my lunch. I'm like, hmm, okay. I'm still going to meetings. I have um, a God of my understanding. So I was doing some prayer and doing some readings and not consistently. And then little by little, slow by slow, it, I surrendered through working with her. Um, I asked her to be my sponsor, which is such a difficult thing to do mentally. Physically, it really isn't. And she said, how about if we have a trial period? How about 30 day trial period? I'm like, okay. So she gave me her expectations of, you know, going to meetings, um, weighing and measuring at least that breakfast and lunch. 
dinner was a little bit, you know, I can do it now and again kind of thing. Um, staying in contact with her. And if I didn't contact her for three days, she would consider our relationship complete as far as sponsor sponsee, not relationship overall. And um, so I kept to those. And about 45 days in, I sent her a message. I said, are we, I'm past the 30 day trial period. So I think I'm all set, right? And she said, oh yes, you're, you're all right. But I had realized that I had surrendered. Um, I don't know exactly when that was. So we picked October 15th because it was somewhere around there that I started, you know, I looked back at my journals and everything. And so that was the start of it. Um, I started to, um, to really relate instead of compare. I started to really listen and I brought a notebook to every meeting. I still have it, um, still have the notebook. Um, that was, that was really that turning point and the staying connected, um, She's a big, um, she loves to call people. She, and she gave that gift to me. She gave me um, the gift of her time by setting up two specific times, but that was any time of day or night I can call her, um, called her before this uh, convention. Cause I'm like, I need like some, so the serenity prayer in my head right now, she's speaking as well. So along the way, uh, it's pretty exciting. And, um, and all of that was through Zoom. You know, there was no in-person meeting for me at that point. So little by little, I was raising my hand. Claiming my seat was the very least that I could do at a meeting. But I always felt connected with people's stories. And I could always relate and share some of my experience. I didn't really have strength and hope yet. I had a little bit, um, but I got it. Um, going on to different types of meetings, speaker meetings, big book meetings. And as I alluded to, the big book was familiar to me. And I little by little started to be able to easily switch the alcohol to food, the alcoholic to compulsive eater. And that really amazed me. And now I can be in any type of 12-step recovery meeting and I'm getting it because I'm not recovering from the symptom. Um, in the big book, it says alcohol is but a symptom. Food is but a symptom. It's my head that I'm recovering from. It's not that symptom. It's not that specific thing. Gambling, sex, um, spending. <laughs> All of us can probably do that. And, you know, Amazon, sorry, people of the, you know, them, uh, trucks pull up. Um, so the, it's the addiction in my head. And that is the core of my being. And that's where I really feel that I would, I go, I can go all the way back through my childhood. And there were things in my childhood that I would run, I would hide, I would sneak food. Those were were parts of me that I still can do today, but I can take a deep breath. I can pause, pray, and use spiritual energy. I have to count it out on my fingers. Um, I can call somebody. 
I just need to stop and breathe. And once I can do that, I can hear what other people have to say. I can hear what my higher power has to say to me. Um, one of the parts of my recovery is I have a sticky note on my fridge that says, does this, whatever this is, it could be an action, it could be a food, it could be a thought, <laughs> it could be a statement that I wanna say. And does this help my recovery or feed my disease? And if it's feeding my disease, I don't want it. And sometimes I've taken you know, a little bit of it, whatever that is. And then I'm like, well, wait a minute, this is feeding my disease, stop. And I go and, you know, make an adjustment, whatever that might be, throw it away, put it in my God box, which is my garbage can sometimes, or I have two dogs. <laughs> Those dogs spelled backwards is God. So if they need to uh, have a little bit of my meal, so be it. Five minutes. Thank you. So, um, so wrapping it up in this five minutes of if I, when I was a newcomer, and let me just say this, all of us are new because we only have today, one day at a time. My abstinence from yesterday does not really come into today. I have to do the work today. So we're all newcomers. We're all at the point of, I have today, and what am I gonna do today? So I have a food plan which is 301, and that's three measured meals most of the time. I can't say that I'm perfect by any way. Um, and they, I try to have them about the same time every day. Um, zero in between. Again, I really try hard not to do that, but there are times when you know I need to send my, my sponsor a text and say, hey, my blood sugar's low. This is what I thought of, and this is what I've done. And it's one day at a time. Um, the other uh, things that I do is I stay connected. I'm in a couple of different chat groups on um, different apps and just even phone calls. You know, my phone is so filled with contacts, OA contacts. If you don't have a bunch of contacts in your phone, get some um, and make the phone calls, you know, challenge yourself to, or I challenge myself when I'm on a meeting. If I am on a familiar meeting and there's a new person or there's somebody that I haven't met before, then I am going to reach out to them. And it may not be that day, um, although I can very easily send a text. Texting is, is okay. Um, get to meetings. The more meetings that I get to, the better off I feel. If I feel like I shouldn't, if I, eh, I don't want to be in a meeting, mm, you know, my disease is talking to me. I need to be in a meeting. If I'm feeling great, I need to be in a meeting and show other people that there is hope. And that's what I heard in those meetings was the hope. I wasn't hearing the mess, everybody has gone through stuff. And that stuff leads us down the path of, of eating compulsively or not eating compulsively. Whatever, whatever that food illness is that we have, that part of our disease that we have, we are all in this together and it's all 
from that core feeling and that core being. Um, and these are all gifts, you know, to look back at my life and say, okay, I, I can't beat myself up for yesterday. I can't beat myself up for 10 years ago. I have to put down that bat, stop beating myself up and just pick myself up by my bootstraps, as they say, and march on. And what can I do for today? So that's my action plan. Um, gratitude. One of the, um, I was at a, a retreat and there were different ways of doing gratitude. And a couple of those were um, using the ABCs and doing five gratitudes, starting with A, B, C, D, E, um, sharing gratitudes with other people, um, gratitudes in sound, gratitudes in color, gratitudes in in um, what words, you know, just a specific words that you think of and you're like, oh, that I, I'm so grateful for that. So one of the things that I am so grateful for as I sit here today is that I have found the rooms of OA. I have a peace and serenity that 90% of the time is with me. You know, there are times when it's not, but I can get back to it. And it's only for that moment I can change, move a muscle, change a thought. I'm grateful for OA. I'm grateful to be abstinent. I'm grateful that I was asked to come and share my experience, strength, and hope. And with that, I am going to say thank you for letting me uh, be of service to OA as Region 6 and across the, the country and across the nation, uh, across the world. So Thank you for letting me share my experience, strength, and hope. And I'm Lisa, and I am a compulsive eater. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lisa. Um, before I introduce the next speaker, I just want to say two things. Um, one, I'm supposed to let uh, Lisa and Chuck know that if you do want to share your contact info, to please do it in the chat. And I actually, um, when I announced the topic, I was looking at the wrong... <laughs> session for newcomers. Um, the correct topic for this meeting is uh, newcomers, you are not alone. So just wanted to clarify that. So thank you again, Lisa. And now our next speaker is Chuck F. Good morning, afternoon, evening. Uh... Uh, wherever you are. Um, my name is Chuck. Chuck. I am a, a compulsive overeater uh, based out of Mississauga, which is a, a nice suburb of, of Toronto in Canada. I'm happy to be here. Um, I have been in program and abstinent since February 14th of 2011. Um, so that's a, I don't know how long that is, but it's a, it's a while. Um, I came into the rooms a um, a mess, a mess who was, um, while not being suicidal, upset every day that he woke up. I'm like, oh man, I'm up again. Uh, I came in the rooms in a in a, in a uh, very large size and physical state of let's say um, over five hundred pounds. Um, uh, over 500 pounds, I was uh, wearing six, five X shirts, um, and my pant size was somewhere in the, I think I got up to 66. Um, 
And I came to these rooms in, I remember, a few, uh, in a t-shirt that was uh, stained but washed through and I wore all the time and uh, and big old track pants that uh, were likewise. Uh, but I came into these rooms and there was about four people around the room, um, all little ladies and one newcomer. And the little ladies came and gave me a hug and uh, said, welcome home. And little little did I know what that meant by then. So, um, no, I, I started at the beginning. I was a, I was a, you know, a garden variety eater who had a heavy family. Um, and because of that, no one was going to pick on me because of my eating. So I had a nice, within the four walls of my house, I had a nice, safe space to eat without society complaining to me. Um, and that was fine. I could, you know, get married, have a few kids, um, have three kids, not a few, <laughs> and um, and live like how I thought life should be lived, which is pretty much go to work, come home, eat, watch TV, go to bed, and 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 lather, rinse, repeat, and do some fun stuff in the weekend, uh, maybe. What what really changed was you know my my weight keep on keeping on getting larger and larger and larger, um, and I you know obviously in, you know you get to be the way I was and and in the four or five hundreds it's you know you're not very you don't have a have a uh, a keen you know knowledge of food and people would you know of course um, control you yell at you um, do everything they could do to stop this this disaster like you know folks on the titanic looking at the iceberg uh telling telling the, the boat to shift you know that's what they did because that's what they could do um but i was i was i was insulated with my with my mother my stepfather um and and safe what changed was my parents and in fact had the impacts of this disease uh, on them and um, i'll never know if they are part of this disease but they were very heavy um and i watched basically both of them within a three-year distance um slowly slowly pass away um my stepfather um went first after about a year and a half of of having a um of having a disability, he he passed in a in a hospital room after two weeks of being um, starved, essentially because he was comatose. Um, and I, I'll tell you, I tell I tell the story because it reminds me of how insane I am. When she, when he had, when he had passed, um, my aunt, who's who's about, uh, who's not not one of us, <laughs> um, but she knew knew what we wanted uh brought a dozen donuts to the family uh to to kind of while we were watching my, my father pass and he passed and um he put the donut box on my father's legs opened it up and started eating donuts because um and then talking about about his his life and how we missed him um now that he was gone uh but four four people in the room dozen donuts on except for the last one which is my stepfather's favorite um so we talked to her we talked to ourselves and 
And we said to ourselves, well, we're going to eat the last donut. That's dad's favorite. My, my stepbrother leaned over, grabbed the donut. And while he was grabbing it, um, his stuff off his body made a shiver. His bodies do that when they recently pass. And I don't think sane people would be eating donuts on top of somebody's recently passed body. But I don't think after that situation, that donut would remain uneaten. And, you know, I belong to a family that eats that donut. I'm not right in the head. I'm not insane when it came to food. But that's okay. I mean, my, my messed up father's my stepfather. He's not my father, and I love him, but, you know. Well, a year later, my mother is um, ignored cancer, ignored a very easy to miss, easy to cure skin cancer, and um, is now in hospice for a year. And frothy emotional appeals for me to change happened with both of them uh, but mom mom's hit hard but i didn't know what to do um we would um would sit together she was at home in her hospice bed with me you know and um we would watch uh i can i guess i can say the show we would watch mike and molly and they start at an oa meeting and i'm like oh that's interesting um that's that's really interesting but uh you know my mother was still around and you know she passed uh two days after christmas and my my world had just dropped after that i have a very busy house in-laws and kids and a wife and but i've never felt so bad as when my my safety net passed um and literally after the wake we ate all of the funeral food that we all have um and that was that was uh early early in the year early in january and so i made a decision i was going to look up over years and all this because why not um and then a month later i attended my first meeting and notice my one of my very first trends of of uh my old sponsor used to say you know um you know your resistance you never you never uh give up anything without uh having my claw marks on it and that is very true um and i remember middle of february i i showed up at this room and we had about a foot of snow i remember and the the three little ladies and we were and they just gave me the hug and they told my story bottom line is they told my story about you know y'all know this person by three take home two um you know um i can go on but i won't but we all know what that's like so you know i think that's really key to my growth because i knew i knew i was heavy uh, duh. um when the big and tall store has to order special clothes for you it's a sign but i didn't know there was a solution until then and i was i was doing a bit of a dieting i was eating like salad for lunch because that's a diet to me um and i'm like i I got it because the one time i tried to lose weight i lost 100 pounds um quite frankly i wanted to i wanted to get a girl and um 
And, and I knew that if I avoided any of the chocolates and stuff and all that sweet food, I'd be fine. But I didn't have, like, I knew the concept, but I didn't know there was a program to help support me in it. Um, and I'm like, you know, visions, like just, like just all over the place. I'm like, my goodness, the, the revelation. And I, I tell you, you know, they sent me some some forms that were copied off of probably some literature that we shouldn't do. They sent it to me in PDF. Um, you know, they they gave me some of the step work to do ahead of time. Um, they called me. They showed me love. And I got the permission, you know, the thought that if I ate the program like I ate the food, I was going to get out of this thing. And my God, I ate the program like I ate the food. Um, surprise, I'm not a very good employee when you're 500 plus pounds and 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 doing the least thing, least work possible. So I'd be at a, on a on a on at work listening to to big book studies and taking notes on one screen and trying to do whatever little work and get I can get away with on another screen, um, and, and just grow, right. Grow, but also, you know, claw marks, claw marks all over the place. Um, you know, I, I I resisted getting a male sponsor because they're very rare here. I got, got a name. It took me two weeks to call, um, you know, that that type of resistance came through. Um, surprise. I resisted doing my fourth step, um, resisted in a in a in a way that made me look like I was doing it. So I was, I'll do many different formats. I'll put it in Excel so I can read it. Um, I'll do this. I'll do that. And I'm like, oh, goodness. And in retrospect, of course, you know, this is what we all do. Um, it's funny. I was reading my notes. My, I was I was asked to, to, to lead a retreat. And I'm like, oh, oh darn, I have to uh, write materials for a retreat. I'm like, okay, this is not just something that just comes out of my head. So I'm reading my notes from previous retreats and I'm like, wow, I did a complete fourth step on a retreat one day. I don't, don't remember when it was. I couldn't read the date. Um, I go to two a year and I'm like, I did a complete fourth step. Like I'm talking like coworkers 10 years ago whose name I barely remember. I'm like, I'm like, child, all of this resistance around doing your fourth step. You did the entire thing and you totally forgot you did it. Um, and I'm like, okay, this is this is oh, this is all me, but you know, in you know, I'm gonna say in Toronto, over the Don River, which is um a lovely piece of, of lovely river in the middle of Toronto. Um there's a, a bridge and the arch over it says something to the effect of this river I step in is not the river I stand in. Right? Because continual change in lives. Um, I'm not who I was. Um, so I'll, I'll give an example. Our, you know, our, our speaker for today was, um, uh, was fallen sick and, we we do WhatsApp messages and somebody's like, our speaker's sick. Like, sure. Okay. I'll jump in. Um, why not? Um, you know, why not could be a slogan of, of mine right now. Right? I mean, I'll, why not I'll learn? Um, and that has done me well um, as in life, in program, um, you know, 
listening to someone say, try it this way. And I'll be like, okay, well, I guess we can try it this way. <laughs> right. Um, and I really say my, my life has, um, my life has completely been saved by this program. Right? It has been, I, I, I don't want to say I've been reborn. It has like religious issues with that word, but it has really been reborn. I am not the person I was, you know, I am not um, that fearful person who didn't want to talk to people um, who had his head down like this, who, um, who wanted to get by and not be noticed. Like that, that's not me anymore. I I still, my kids are still around. (laughs) My wife is still around. We've added two dogs and two in-laws. That's nine people in this in this house, um, but it's very quiet here. And you know, during this weekend, during this 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 convention, I'll, there'll be many times where this is this is the main living room where I'll have to either kick people out or tell people to be quiet, and they do that. Right? And they and they pre-COVID, they you know let me go five five weekends a year. Um, Sometimes it's with happiness because then they get to eat the foods they want um, in the restaurants they want. And uh, uh, maybe it is more happiness <laughs> than letting me be surprised. Now that I think about it, I'm allergic to I'm allergic to shellfish and I was supposed to go off for a weekend and my wife was really looking forward to shellfish um, from the con. So maybe I'm not telling the story I should be telling. Um, but they understand that OA has saved my life. Five minutes. Thank you. And they understand that weekends like this and service and, um, you know, 9.30 in front of the laptop is is the cost of my admission to this program and the cost of, of having my life saved. Right? And it has worked so well. Um, you know, I'm not that employee who has spare time anymore. And I, I've had a few promotions throughout the company in the 10 years. I, I do something that is um, very, very um, fulfilling um, for me. Uh, when I haven't left the company, but very fulfilling. I, I get to do stuff that makes change and see change in people's lives. And that is amazing. And I, I can't listen to a step study because I'm full of I'm full of meetings every day. Um, but I can listen to a step study when I'm not at work or um, or walking or sometimes at a gym. Um, but there's times to fit it in because it's my spiritual uplift. It's my way to, uh, to grow, right? Not to maintain. Because I'll go back to the line that the, the river I step in is not the river I stand in. And today is different than yesterday. And tomorrow will better be different than today. Um, and with that, really, I'll pass. I'm with gratitude to the program. Thank you. Thank you so much, Chuck F. Okay. Um, so we're, we are now going to open the floor for two-minute shares. Can the host please open the chat to all if you want to share please use the raise hand function found under your reactions if you need help sorry if you need help you can chat with a host <clears throat> if you are using a phone 
please press star nine. When it is your turn to speak, the moderator will call on you and you will be prompted to unmute. Please select unmute to speak. The timer will signal when the whole two minutes is up. So there's no warning on the two minutes. Uh, Monica, the timer will just say time at two minutes. Um, You can tell where you are from and how long you've been in OA. Please remember that our traditions state that OA has no opinion on outside issues. Some examples of outside issues are politics, religion, diets, treatment programs, non-OA approved literature, and other 12-step fellowships. Please avoid outside issues in your share. And please stick to the topic of this meeting, which is newcomers, you are not alone. The meeting is now open for sharing. Lauren? Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Chuck. Both of you have wonderful messages, and I really appreciate your shares. Um, I um, heard I heard something I needed to hear, which I remembered the alcoholic foods and um, and that we are uh, a place of love and acceptance regardless. And I need to pick up the phone more often and put myself out there more often. With that, I'm going to pass. Thank you very much for your share. Thanks, Lauren. Lisa S. Hi, um, <clears throat> I'm Lisa S. I'm from Florida. I'm a compulsive eater. Thank you very much, Lisa and Chuck, for sharing your stories. Um, I've been in OA since July of 2021. And um, it's like Lisa said, it's a disease in my head. It's like my head does not shut up. And um, I came into this program not really needing to lose weight or gain weight, but to um, try and manage this obsessive, obsessive behavior around food. Um, And I was just on a vacation. I was out of the country for two weeks and everything was fine. And then I got home and I just like, I I don't know what happened, I guess back to reality, whatever. And my program just, I was like, why am I doing this? I don't need to do this anymore. Um, And that's when I was like, whoa, maybe I need to do this even more. So you were inspirational to me today. And I really appreciate that. Um, Lisa, I could relate a lot to what you said. So anyway, thank you. Thanks for, for letting me share. Thank you, Lisa. Cindy Kay. Good morning, everybody. My name is Cindy. I am uh, living in the solution today. Thank you so much, Lisa. Great share today. You too, Chuck. Thank you so much. Got a lot out of both of your shares. Um, You know, the whole, uh, you know, why do I do service? I do service for the newcomer, you know, and um, I'm I remember when I first walked into, I actually walked into a different 12-step fellowship. 
um, for the first time uh, about 25 years ago. And it actually changed everything about my life from that point on. Um, so yeah, I, I, um, I have what I call a God squad. I have a list of phone numbers in my phone. I am in, uh, I heard in the share, you know, that, uh, that they're in a different groups. I have many different, um, you know, uh, chat groups. I don't always love chats, but the fact is I have connections to people so that if I'm in trouble, I could reach out at any point to any one of those people. Um, you know, working the steps, really important. Listening to my sponsor, um, taking suggestions, being teachable. These are things that in the early days I really didn't understand, but I just I needed to change so badly that I had to do something different. I was doing the same thing over and over again and getting, you know, getting the same result of, of feeling horrible, a lot of negative self-talk. Um, and those little things that I don't realize have changed, you know, um, in the beginning, it was just really like, let me get this weight off. Let me just get this weight off. And I can't say that that's not part of it. It is. But, you know, this is a threefold disease. And likewise, it has a threefold solution. You know, um, I have to handle. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you, Cindy. Um, Monica? Monica, compulsive eater. I'll time myself. I wanted to thank Chuck and Lisa and for um, everyone here letting me serve. This is the first time I've been a timer. I like being timer because I'll pay attention. (laughs) So uh, I've been about 296 days absent on my 12 step. I'm starting to sponsor. And this uh, program has been truly a miracle for me. My first addiction was food, and I'm Hispanic, and food is always there, uh, also alcohol. <laughs> I just celebrated 29 years sober, and what's really made a life change for me is OA. I'm telling you, anybody who's new coming back, that it's like, it's a miracle. It's really, truly a miracle. And, uh, and it, it scares, you know, it scares me when people say they relapse because I don't want to go back to the insanity. It's been like 10 months that I haven't, you know, I've slept peacefully, not woken up with regret and remorse. And, uh, I'm getting more active. I'm going to go to the OA convention in Los Angeles and, uh, it's a new life for me. So I'm starting to go up again and know what life is all about. And I truly want to thank you all for being part of my fellowship and part of the solution. I like the lady that just shared into this. I want to be part of the solution today, not the problem. And thanks for letting me share. Thank you, Monica. Um, I'll take a share. Hi, everybody. I'm Cindy P. Compulsive Overeater, Long Island, New York. And I am so incredibly grateful to be here this morning and to be able to do this service and uh, seeing, you know, a couple of familiar faces and and new ones. Um, Thank you both, Lisa and Chuck. Oh, my God, I heard so much that I needed to hear. Um, 
first came into program 17 years ago, I think, and then was out for a long time and then um, came back in. It'll be four years in January and had some abstinence, lost it, yo-yoing. And, uh, you know, um, I want to say, too, speaking of the topic, newcomers, you are not alone. Um, I pick a slogan of the day every day. And the slogan that came out to me today, I pick it randomly. And the slogan that came out to me today was together we can make it. And uh, I am just constantly being reminded from my higher power about, you know, how many people there are out there for me. I have a phone full of contacts, a phone full of contacts. And um, I'm, I'm feeling so emotional because I've been really struggling again and the pain is in the resistance. And I heard, oh my gosh, the, the kicking and screaming and the me, I could just see it. It's like, and, and the claws, you know, <laughs> trying to just, you know, letting go of things. Um, and um, I know I'm a little all over the place, but I know I don't have that much time either. And there's so much I could say. Um, the bottom line is that I do know that I'm not alone. And, um, you know, I've heard so many times, you know, have, I have a head full of program. Thanks. A head full of program, a phone full of contacts and a belly full of food, you know, and if that's where I am, what am I not doing? And my biggest issue, and I'll wrap up with this has been not reaching out in that moment. And I'm just so, but I'm not running away. I'm not running away. I'm not running away. And, and, and I know that, um, yeah, I know that, that, uh, that's what I need to do more of is, is connect. So thank you so much for witnessing me and I pass and uh, there's no other hands up, but um, we have 10 minutes before the, Oh, uh, Lisa D. Did you want to share again? I saw Brian wave. So Brian, go ahead and no, go, go for it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I don't have everybody up on my screen. Brian, you want to share? Yep. Uh, Brian, I'm a compulsive overeater. Um, I I got into the meeting late. I'm really preparing myself to be a speaker tomorrow morning, Uh, but I'm glad I got here in time. And and, uh, one of the things I'm at a point in life where you can't shut me up. You give me a chance to speak. (laughs) So after getting sober in my mid thirties, food became my drug of choice. And for the next 30 or so years, uh, that it was it, but for I was able to successfully diet and exercise until I could no longer diet and exercise. And the net of it was my mid 60s, I uh, got into uh, I was 60 pounds heavier. I was one sick cookie, advanced coronary artery disease, pacemaker, atrial fibrillation. It was dead man walking, and and I was ready. I, 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 I had the gift of desperation. I was willing to do everything and anything. And I have continued to do everything and anything. And that is, you know, group sponsor, food plan, committing my food, the, the whole works. And I've done it for 25 years. I did every, I still do what I did the first year. And, uh, and, and I'm, uh, uh, I'm 88 years old now. And I'm not dead man walking and I'm not even old. I am older, but not old. And I know what old is and I'm not there. 
and I probably might have another five to 10 years. And can you imagine, OA has given me at least 20 to 25 years of life that I would not have had otherwise. And I might have another five to 10 years to go and it's wonderful. This is, this is the best thing that ever happened to me. Okay, and I'll shut up now, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thank for you, the Brian. Anyone else want to share? Lisa? I'll share for just a little bit since um, I've heard so much good, um, good stuff, good stuff. So um, this past week, I was uh, gifted with doing a health fair at my employment. And because of the encouragement that I've gotten um, to be vulnerable and that word vulnerable, like that was scary at first. Another lesson that I've learned from my sponsor. And I thought long and hard about, you know, yes, I could suggest bringing OA in and they certainly are willing to have it. But was I willing to step out of my comfort zone and break my own anonymity because there's, I've been there for many, many years in the, um, stepping out of that. And I was introducing myself as I'm Lisa, I'm a compulsive eater and I'm an employee. And they were like, what? <laughs> but that's what I got from here. And there were so many times that I, the welcome home um, in the back of the where do I start pamphlet, if nobody, if anyone has that pamphlet and you haven't gotten to the very end, or if you haven't heard welcome home in its entirety, it is so touching. And I was earmarking it for everybody. And I said, I, every time I read it, I get teary. I get emotional because there's very there are so many pieces that hit my very soul in that very core. So hearing honest shares today, um, you know, that feeling of walking into a meeting and just being welcomed, uh, walking in, walking in into a Zoom meeting and just feeling um, welcomed. So I'm, thank you. Um, I'm blessed to be here and blessed to share this space with all of you. And um, thank you so much for letting me share again. Thank you, Lisa. Um, there's a question in the chat. I don't know. Um, there's nothing in the format about how to address questions, but it says, when do you stop becoming a newcomer? So I don't know if um, anybody wants to, Lisa, do you want to respond? I'll say a real quick thing and then other people can chime in as well. Um, I do newcomer meetings and this is kind of that format, but I'm a newcomer every day. I have to really set myself at that today is a new day so I can be a newcomer today. Um, yeah, I've got a year of abstinence, but I can't let that, I can't rest on those laurels. And that is in the big book on page, I want to say 85 spiritual condition. So um, I'll let others chime in on that. Thanks, Lisa. I was just going to say too, that I know in some, and Lisa, as I see your hand up, but I was just going to say, I know 
in meetings that I go to one, one meeting, like my home group, my Saturday home group says, I think in the format, it says something like a newcomer, like it defines it, like for that meeting, a newcomer is somebody who's in there either. I don't know if it's like been to more than three meetings or in their first 90 days or something like that. So I know just some different meetings have some sort of have different, you know, definitions, if you will. But, um, but I, yeah, I love, I want to consider myself a newcomer every day, every day's day one. Lisa asks. Having trouble unmuting. Um, that was very helpful. Thank you. Um, it, it's it's good to hear that because I'm the type of person who is like, I do a course, I graduate, I move on, I'm done. Like it's all in my head and I'm I'm good to go. But that's not this. I'll pass. Thank you, Lisa. Okay, we have Fort Chuck F. Chuck, go ahead. Yeah, I can share a bit on the newcomerness, um, really, because I think one of the things is I don't, I don't know if I'm saying this right, um, but you know, this, the whole service part, part, the service is part of your mission, right? So I think you know, newcomer is, is you know, like 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 was mentioned, it's it's newcomer i've been i've been up for about an hour now i've been a newcomer for an hour um but really i mean getting into the service side of things i think is also key right um i see when newcomers become well-trusted colleagues when they're the ones who are doing the pi work and um setting up the chairs god remember chairs in meetings um <laughs> uh, but you know what I'm saying, like, and and kind of being being part of, as opposed to a part of, apart from, if you will, um, right? And I think um, it's it's our responsibility to treat, you know, that person who we've seen for like the last 16 weeks who's getting the program equally as well as the person we've done service with in the trenches for four years, and equally as well for the person who's in the stained track pants and stained shirt coming into their first meeting. They're all the same. They all deserve, um, you know, recognition and, and conversation and they need it. We all need it. Thanks. Thank you, Chuck. Lauren. Lauren, compulsive overeater, sugar addict. Um, I forgot that I was a newcomer every day. Um, I, had reached my goal weight and thought I was recovered and got annoyed by some of the meetings and some of the people and let, let my internal voice take me away, uh, stop doing all the work that I was doing, um, and picked up a couple of months later after doing that. And I'm crawling my way back. And, um, you know, thank God I can say that I've, you know, only gained 40 of the 165 I had lost back. But I know where I'm going if I don't get back to really feeling connected and in program. So that's where I am today. A newcomer. 
Thank you so much, Lauren. Okay, it's 8.59, meeting closes in less than a minute. Um, I think everybody shared. Um, why don't we all unmute? Yep, nine o'clock. Why don't we yep. unmute and say serenity prayer? Yep. Okay. yep, so thank you for attending the session. Let's close with the serenity prayer. God, God, grant me the serenity, serenity to accept the things I Thank you, everyone, for your service. Thanks so much, everybody. This is awesome. Keep coming back.